Good evening and welcome to an episode of my podcast, The Bellsley Black and White, Past and Present. Now, the podcast is all about Fraserburgh Football Club, as the name suggests. It is open to anyone to come on, anyone with a Baroque connection, be a player, fan, official, management, anybody at all, you're more than welcome to come on to the show. So if you feel you would like to share your story with the listeners, get in touch. My name is Wally McKenzie. You can contact me on 07904-756-332. So we'll see about getting you on the show. I look forward to hearing from you. And now on to tonight's podcast. Thanks for listening. My guest this week is Graham Johnston. Gizzy spoke about breaking into the team as a youngster. Winning some cups along the way, losing some cups, scoring goals, including six goals of the season awards. And he also spoke about having to get a security guard to escort him out of the Belsey one night. A fascinating listen, and I hope you enjoy Gizzy's story. Okay, Graham, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks uh, yourself. I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for joining me on my podcast. No problem, thanks for inviting me. No, you're welcome, it's a pleasure to have you on. I've been looking to get you on for a wee while. So, Graham, I'd like to start with your early days and how you got involved in FIPA. If you just let us can, before you started for you. So, early days, um, I've been in a uh, new year and um, every every day at school we played FIPA, that's all we did. Um, I actually used to get my mum to take me to school early. I, I, instead of getting a bus, she used to take me to school. Um, so we could go uh, and play early with the the, the lads that bid in the, in the village. Um, we'd play an hour before a four school. Um, break time would be for twenty minutes or, or whatever it was, and then and then it um, obviously at dinner time. I think Abdi just used to scoff their, their dinner as much as they can, as quick as they could, so we could get out and play football. And then again after school, we just played football at the time. Um, with a really a really good side, it, and we used to have the galas and in in our school team we used to we used to win quite a lot. Uh, moving on for there, I went. Um, me and me and my pal Finu uh, Deal, Jason McDonald, we we got asked to go up to Turf, and and we played. Um, this was maybe elevens, twelves, something like that. We played, we played at Turf under. Um, a guy Frankie Chalmers. He um, he's kind of kept tabs in my career. He he's often spoke to he, to Neil Clark about this how how I'm getting on at, at the Brock and and um, I was there a couple of years and when we was there we went um, we got asked to go through the Dice uh, Dice Boys Club so we we also played at Dice for maybe three or four years. It was that a big step up for you? Aye, uh, we were the, the, the best team at that time in, in the league and we did really well in Scottish Cups and, and a lot of players um, went on to Aberdeen's and uh, Celtics and, and uh, I think Stuart Anderson as now for Martin, he went doing it, I think he went to Celtic then he went to Southampton, uh, Danny Milne played for Inverurie, uh, Logos, he, he went to Aberdeen with a really good side, really strong side. Then once Abby started to leave, Abby kind of broke up and moved to, to other clubs. So I went I went to Link Up, maybe under-14s, 
someone like that and in um I think maybe Charlie spotted us there. Um he, he came over and spoke to us a couple of times and and invited us along to to, to the Brock youth team which was was being run by Alec Mayer and, and Willie Watt. Obviously I can Alec for for school. He was a teacher at school and um so I got involved with the, the, the Brock youth team. How did that feel at the time? Does that feel like a big step up again? Oh, it was it was a big step up, aye. Um, but it was really it was really good setup. We used to we used to play in a Sunday, and I think under fourteens and under sixteens and maybe even under eighteens went up to to the losses or 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 Banff or or that, and we used to play three half an hours and I think maybe a squad of sixteen and everybody got the same time. Everybody got the opportunity to see if it were about good and. And Charlie came to, Charlie and Brucey, Brucey Buchan came to other games, so I kind of got to Ken Charlie pretty well at that time. Um, also played for, for Mormon in the, the summer leagues, um, youth league, I used to be a, a summer league. And that played. Mormon official? Aye. Uh, okay. And, um, so it was the early days, then then um, kind of moved on to the, the Brock. Under eighteens, and 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 then um, obviously 21s. Still playing as a striker in them days, were you? Um, I was a striker at the Broch, but I got I got a Scotland call up for the schoolboys at under eighteen level. Oh, fantastic! Through we played the regional Aberdeenshire, and I played the Aberdeenshire, and I played right back. And uh, Alec Mayer was was the manager, and so I got the the call up to to go and play for Scotland, and I played I think it was five games for for the schoolboys, um, and I played right back in that games, and even even after that I didn't really Charlie still preferred me as a striker. I played under eighteens as a striker, and and um, but once I did I did start at the first team, he kind of. Put man as a as a striker, and that's where he started the player. Did you enjoy your games at right back? Aye, um, playing our our the pitch, you kind of learn fit a striker once for a right back. So I kind of can't fit a striker wanted or fit a, a, a midfielder wanted to play midfield. And in terms of it, the pass forward, what do you mean? Aye, okay. in, in the same way as when I'm playing up front. Um, I can fit right back once for me, so playing different positions helps you. Um, can for me, for not players have got the bar. Um, but in my early early career at Brock, I actually did play right back quite a lot. Um, in uh, maybe a couple of seasons, I played right back. Okay. And, and also centre half or, or a sweeper for maybe a season and a half and all as well. And did you enjoy centre half? I did. I. Um, Is that a physical challenge for you in centre half? I didn't really pick up. Maybe I think uh, I probably played with Boomer and, and maybe Russell, um, Trevor, and and Derek Milne. They kind of picked up, and Charlie just kind of said, "You just sweep," and that's when you kind of got a wobbly plan a, a bit deeper. Okay. So. That's the way it was back then. A lot of good players who just rattled off there. They come into the team, mate. Aye. Um, so, when I, when I got my debut, um, 
I was actually playing playing through in Aberdeen for the school in a Saturday morning. I was coming home in a bus and the phone rang and it was Brucey and he says, Oh I'm wanting you Charlie's wanting you through to the Bellsley today to to play for the first team. Is that after you played for school in the morning? This is after I played for school in the morning, so okay. it's like alright, no problem, so quarter to two and and I was playing for William at Bellsley and uh, did all the warm up and on the bench. So I think it was three 0 up, maybe two 0 up and Charlie gave us a shout two eight minutes to go. I was just sixteen and um so I was a little bit nervous but I got I got the last twenty minutes, I think we won a game three 0 and I went on and played we played midfield with Kevin Norris and Scott Markey, so Good boys to hear about you. Aye, absolutely. And did you enjoy your twenty minutes or was it passing a flash? It was passing a flash. <laughs> uh kinda of wouldn't mind too much about it. Um about the 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 debut. And then a couple of weeks later I think maybe I got my first start was uh, Huntley away. Tough game. Uh, it was a tough game, I think we won two one. I think Smiler came on and scored the the winner. In the following game, I think it was my second start, was um it came to Wick. Pretty sure it was in between Christmas and New Year and Bellsley was like a mud bath. Uh, oh, okay. <coughs> And one four two and I scored a fourteen. Um doing it a guard agenda. So it was your first goal at the station in him the Bills. Uh, that was that was the first How did that feel for you? That was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um it was I think it was maybe five five minutes to go. It was a bit under a cosh. Wick were a good side at the time. I was a young lad, um, Craig Gunn was playing. He went on he went on to play Elgin and a few other clubs. He was he was just being a young lad and he was he scored couple of goals that game and, and uh, no it was, it was really good good memories so it was your first goal at 16 year old for the Brock I think I was maybe even 17 when I got uh, my first goal can you mind some of the players who was in the team that day made your debut Um, with, with a bit of a mix of youth and inexperience when I started uh, I think Mark Kerry Boomer uh, Marcel I think Wally was was there yet but we was all playing and then he'd like to Kevin Norris, Mikey Stephen, Billy Gordon, um, Russell and Derek. Uh, so with a, a real mix of a youth and experience, it was, it was good. Derek being Derek Mill. Derek Mill, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. What was the captain the side in them days? Um, captain the side would have probably still been James Giddis. Um, he he was still there. Oh, first. Okay. The first maybe couple of year I played, so he was captain. And once once he left, uh, Russell Tinor. Oh, okay. So after you you got your home debut, did you get a lot of playing game time after that, or was it in and out? Yeah, it was it was in and out. So we had really strong, with strong players up front. Neil McLaren, Smiler was, mm-hmm. is by far the best finisher I've ever seen at high league level. Um. Obviously, Mike Stephen, um, Kevin Bissett was there. Um, he was a he was a really good player. He I think he just bid a season maybe or two, and then I think he went to Australia. He was he was a cracking player. So game time was limited, but uh, he did throw us in again. 
but I got a start in again, but um, Charlie being Charlie did like to, to throw some young lads in. Uh, he's well known for it, and so did the goals come quite easily for you to start with? Um, oh, you know, because uh, I didn't get a, a lot of time, um, but I think I did maybe score a few goals in the first season, and, and then second season, and then after then I just kind of started to to be in the 20s and my seasons. I was asked a question the other day about you, Gigi. When you speak to Gizzy, ask him, is he a right foot or a left foot? Because a lot of players didn't seem to care because you're equally good with both feet. Well, I think I'm right foot. <laughs> um, I've, I, I used to, well, a, a story um, from when I was doing shooting it, when I would have been young, maybe 18, I was doing shooting with the Strikers with Charlie, doing it, doing it the Astor Turf, and I think it was Mikey Stephen and Smiler Aaron, and I'm not sure if else would have been there, but. I was hitting this every evening, top corner, top corner, top corner. Something's never changed, yeah. With the right fit. And, um, and it was either Mikey or Smiler says, so you need to, he's, he's taking a Mickey out of us here. You need to give me his left fit. So he started laying him off the left fit and I kept doing it, the same thing again. And they just walked away. They just walked away. They were, no, it was a good laugh. So the answer to the question. So the answer to the question, good. I am right fitted. But uh, I I'm pretty sure it was Neil Clark. Neil Clark was a massive influence on me. Um, he was his son Stuart played for Turriff when I first went air, and then the same at Dice. He was at Dice Race, and Neil, Neil, I, I was seen to, to lift. And I can't fit was he just managed to uh, give me some extra just by saying something at half time or before a game. Okay. He, he just used to give us confidence. He just, he just used to mark on that I was the best player in the league and and, and I can't fit the whiz, but he was a massive, massive influence. Probably well, wasn't far wrong though, was he? In, um, I'm not sure about that, but in my in my earlier days he was he was probably the biggest influence um in my career. Just kept you confident, and, kept you motivated. And, and it was him that says you've got no problem with your right fit. And you've never got much of a problem with your left fit, but go to training and just use your left fit. Just try and make your left fit even better. So most of the time when I was shooting in my early days, I just used to I used to listen to everything he said because it, uh, it just made sense. Um, so shot my left fit all the time, and I just I definitely improved. But I think uh, a lot of it's just maybe natural ability that you get you get given to you mm-hmm. um, so the answer to the question is right fitted but I think my, my left fit's probably a bit stronger to be fair but I'm naturally right fitted so you say it's tough a hand in the pitch because you never came for angle back on that you no. so the first owner you've uh, won for Brock that you can remember playing in do you remember which cup it was uh, the first team we won uh, I mean we got beaten in by Aberdeen at Belsley we got beat 4-1 after extra time I think it was 1-1 and Ian Murray got sent off Mulvey got sent off again for for a hand bar or something I think and they got a penalty and they equalised and went extra time we got beat I think I played left back that day was that an Aberdeen Cup final was it? that was one of the the, mm. or the shield I can't remember it was but that was that was uh, pretty hard to talk so before you tell me about the ones you won, 
you lost that final. How did that make you feel, and did it stand you in good stead for the future? Absolutely, I was absolutely gutted because it was Aberdeen. There was a lot of good players playing for them. Um, Ricky Foster, and I think he was playing, and and Guy Muirhead, I can't his first name, and there was a lot of good players playing that, that day. Um, and we we gave a real good account of ourselves. Up until up until they equalised. Once we equalised, I think it was only five minutes to go, maybe. Yeah, okay. In in um, in extra time, it's running out of us. Ten men, so the, the, go another three, so four one. But I definitely, it definitely was an easy attack at the time. I think I was maybe, I mean, eighteen or in Kinazal. So I feel like you didn't want to experience again. Eh? Uh, so the, the first winning. Uh, was the the league cup at Keith? We played Cove, and I'm pretty sure uh, the, the the rounds of four we won in penalties. Billy Gordon saved a couple of penalties. I think we beat Nairn at home in the semi. And uh, can't remember if we played a four up, but it was penalties. Then we went in the final and we won Cove. Up at up at uh, Keith. Cove were a decent side, I think Scotty Fraser played at Cove and Paul Coots was there and Colin Malm played a really good side so so I was playing right back and I think Trevor Trevor got sent off in the semi-final or, or something like that and Derek played centre half and I played right back so first early doors and they got somebody sent off I think Johan Bad in the line so I, I was on penalties so I think it would have been maybe 20 and uh, I was on, on the penalties so a little bit of pressure I think there's a video actually um, so I, I scored the penalty the first team won a lot and maybe I think we won 4-1 that day Marcel, Wally Mainzer and, and maybe Mikey Stevens scored so that was a really good feeling the first team and it, it was the first time the Brock had won the League Cup and I'm sure it was almost 50 a year. So it was a much better feeling than the one you lost against Everdeen, uh, abs- Absolutely, aye. Just completely night and day. Good. So that day uh, 4 one was that 90 minutes or extra time? That was uh, 90 minutes. Uh, That's good. A lot of our games seem to go to extra time in finals. Aye, uh, well, it was 4 nil up actually. Oh, all right, OK. I gave a, a while. I think Colin Milne scored late on to go 4-1, but... I was never in doubt of winning that after, after I think it was three and a half, half time. Cool. And so the next team, cup final after that was? Uh, next cup final was, uh, we played Keith. Keith was the side at the time, maybe 2006. Someone like that. Kind of time, wasn't it? Uh, the, the qualifying cup was the beginning. Okay. Um, obviously the four semi-finalists got in the Scottish Cup, so we uh, think we bet Vale and beat Vale up there in years we bet him 3 nil in the semi and uh, so so um, we played Keith up at Banff and so Mark Dixon scored uh, first half I think he scored uh, about a he classes as a screamer but um, the jury's well, out, is it? Like I, um, he uh, scored a first team then I think went 2-0 no, went 1-1 and then I think Mikey Stevens scored a, 
a header for a corner pretty late on and then was under a caution I cleared enough line right on full time was really under a caution but we held out and, and I think that was the last of our qualifying cup Scottish Cup it's um, in the Bersley boardroom uh, so the, the thing about that you know, is then we was into the Scottish Cup after winning a qualifying cup and we'd bet Devon Vale in the semi-final mm-hmm. of the qualifying cup but we played them in the Scottish Cup and, okay. they, and they beat us up there then I think they beat us 2-1 up there revenge so uh, we bet them in the, the qualifying cup we still had to play them in the, the actual qual- Scottish Cup it wasn't an easy place to go and they failed to get a win was it? no no they, they were a really good side back in with Mark Chisholm uh, Kenny Gilbert um, was Mike McKenzie playing Mike that McKenzie uh, they were a really really good side but that, that day we managed to get the better of them unfortunately in the, the actual Scottish Cup but uh, so the next cup final you, you got to? Um, I think we had a few defeats um, we lost in the League Cup at Nairn up at Banff again, I think we got hammered 4 0 4 1. Um, and then I think after that, we would have been a few wins. Um, we Hunter, Finn, Finn Chris came. We, we won the, the Shield at, at Balmour against Banks of D. It was 5 0 or 5 1. We won the the you know against Fermarlin up at Bucky and that was one of my favourite games mm-hmm. um, did you score a nine? aye uh, was one of my my favourite goals um, so we'll hear about that later will we? aye good um, and then there was another another cup in Shield and I think we had another two or three under mark I think you got the you know, get double the marks first full year there. Aye, we, we played uh, we played locals at, at Huntley. We bet two 0 It was wasn't a great game, but uh, we we got a win, and then then we played Cove, and Cove was obviously flying at the time. Uh, we were we were doing. I think we were we had a really weak inside. There's a few players out in um, in the final against Cove uh, up at Inverurie. Mm-hmm. And um, Mark Dixon scored uh, a header. He'd have a dinner cup finals, Mark, he, didn't he? He did. He, he seemed to show up. He seemed to show up in the, the cup finals um, and, and get some important goals for us. You're rocking up the finals. So uh, there was a few defeats. Um, kind of mind him so much. I was in. Uh, Torref was a bad defeat. Torref. Torref was, uh, was a, well, was a sickener. Mm-hmm. Um, we were cruising. We were absolutely cruising that game, and we were greedy. We was three one up, and we just wanted to to hammer him. I think mm-hmm. we just wanted to to game a hiding in in a backfire big time. We should have just once we had three one twenty minutes to go sat in. Shut up shop. Shut yeah. up shop. But sometimes we wasn't really good at that. We just wanted to to go and and hammer. Uh, Turf at a time and, and it, it backfired big time. It's understandable though because the Brock's an attacking side. Uh, aye, um, sometimes that was our downfall mm-hmm. that when we were leading and we were in, in 
in really promising positions that we kept on attacking and we didn't we didn't shut up shop and there was a few times we could have did that. Um and um we should have learned for we definitely learned for that game. Right, but you learn eventually. But looking at the, the, the cup finals you've been in, you've been in loads of cup finals, you've won some, you've lost some. There's a lot of good players playing in the Highland League and never sees a cup final uh, in their career, so yeah. it's a bit bittersweet winning uh, and losing there. Definitely, Ali. So we do all that cup finals you played. Is that which game can you remember you said you played the best in? Played the best in, uh, to be fair, uh, a lot of them I, I feel that I played pretty well, even the first two. The first two I played right back and, and I thought I did pretty well, but the Eans, the, the for Martin, Ian, the for Martin would have been in a league, I think it was maybe 2012 or something like that. They would have been quite new to the league maybe in a couple of years and, and they were buying all these superstar players. Yeah, and, okay. And the, the thought they had it won a four game, it was just, it was obvious. And the, I was a, and again, it was a bit, I felt a, maybe a bit of disrespect to us that they thought they had won game one. And on paper, they were probably a better side, they had better players, but, uh, and they went 2 0 up. They went 2 0 up in the first half. We, we came in 2 0 down, and um, and Hunter gave us a bit of a rollick in half time. As he does? As he does, and with a, a fair win to Hennis in the second half. So, 20 minutes to go, I think Hunter puts Zach Conway on. I can't mean fighting half, but he puts Zach on and, and I roll in across the six yard box and, and Zach puts it in for to go 2 1 and and was well on top in the shooting uh, with the wind. Um, I picked the ball, uh, it wasn't as far out as for folks, it was 30 yards, but it wasn't as 30 yards, it was 23, maybe 24 yards at an angle uh, coming in off the left and I hot I, I seen with the right fit and it just bent right in the top corner. Um and then there goes a trademark goal. Uh, uh, it was it was um it was a special lean. Went to two two. I think Andy Shearer was in goals. Um he seemed to get I think I've scored maybe a four or five goal of the seasons that have been against him. So maybe Anna Kenneth was I needed to did he have to get past him? He was, a, he was an excellent goalkeeper. So I went to 2 2 then. Then uh, went extra time. Neil Mayne got sent off. We, we held out and we beat him in penalties. And that was probably the the, the most um, memorable. In, uh, or th- and there was also in it Bucky. No, Keith. We played Bucky. And uh, I think we won 3 2. PA scored a late winner again. I, I got two. That was another memorable one. So in the penalties, which penalty did you take? The first one, the last one? Uh, I think I was third. Okay. I think I was third. Um, Who took the rest, can you remember? Boomer, Boomer scored. Um, Willie West scored. And they had missed, and so I scored. And uh, I think they missed again. And I can't remember, 14 or last team. I'm not sure, 14 or last team. Or maybe they missed three. They definitely missed two on anyway, but but I that was that was good. Something fantastic, <laughs> man. It was your cup your cup finals. Was that more of your mere cup finals? Was that your uh, to date? I think that's how the winning ends in a way. There's a few losing ends that 
Um, no, it's of the the qualifying cup final. Mm-hmm. Played Keith. Um, we we bet them in the final and settled the, the qualifying cup, which was a, the big arena. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had another final against them on a Wednesday. It, uh, it locals. Uh, we played them at locals in the Hamlet. I think it was three 0 or three one or something, and and uh, maybe a bit of revenge. But we got the biggie. Do you miss the qualifying cup? Because it was a big thing. The four semi finals getting into the Scottish Cup. I um, I, I only played it maybe three or four year, mm-hmm. but it was a real sickener when you didn't get us a couple of times. We was quarter final. You, you got beat and you, you weren't in it you weren't in the Scottish Cup so uh, one game above the Scottish it, Cup it, it was a really good competition it mm-hmm. was definitely a, a good competition but I think the ah the the teams getting in to the to the Scottish Cup now is a lot fairer I think uh, a lot more guys get a chance to play that maybe never would have thought aye absolutely aye that's good so you mentioned a few goals there by my reckoning, you've cracked in 168 goals for the Brock. And last weekend during the horrendous weather, I was watching uh, YouTube, a lot of the Brock matches, and I was amazed how much goals that you featured in that game. you like to speak us through some of your best teams? Um, some of the best teams. Um, I, I think I've maybe won the goal of the season five or five or six times. Um, first team probably lost away in the semi-final I think it was semi final of the League Cup. Oh, it was definitely League Cup. We won, um, I'm pretty sure it was extra time. It was a left fit. Um, went into the top corner, hit well out. It's your favourite sport, isn't it? <laughs> it seems to be. The second, second Dean um, would have been Keith. Andy Shearer was in goals. It was, I was playing sweeper last day and, and it was a howling gale again doing. Uh, blowing down the pitch and I was playing sweeper and, and I'm pretty sure Russell was playing up front and Mikey says to me at half time you need to step out and step out here hit because it was a massive wind so it was five five six minutes to go and uh, it was a, a semi final the semi final of the league cup I think the team got beat and uh, so I went in to midfield and hottest thing it was miles out it was the farthest out of one of my goals and uh, sailed right into the top corner again again <laughs> over the heat Andy Shearer again and, uh, and I think we went on to win 2-0 uh, or maybe it was just 1-0 I think Alan Hale maybe scored a second team and um, I mean uh, I think Martin Allen was a manager at at uh, Keith at the time in the paper on Monday morning says a punt up the pitch which made it even better um, third team would have been for Martin cup final I think uh, that was that was a right fit it was one of my favourite games fourth fourth was Keith again Andy Shearer again your favourite goalie I uh, um, was at Bellsley at I think it was another, it was another, another cup game. It won one nil. It was late on, um, maybe ten minutes ago. I was where I said dugout, and I came in and another left left hit again. And sailed over Andy Shearer again. And <laughs> mind him saying after the game, he said something. It's about 
that's the only way you can score against me or something like that. So, and then maybe um, in throws in a Scottish Cup, what a game that was. That was probably one of my top three games where where uh, it was a howling gale, it was a shocking day. Poor I remember it well, I was soaked to the skin. And there was a massive crowd at the game. And uh, we, we was 1 0 doing at half time, and I think a few of us came in and think, that's a good result half time because it was a massive advantage doing hell uh, with the wind. And in the line, we, it was maybe 20 minutes to go, Leeski had a goal kick, and PA dropped into the hole, and he Tina touch and turned and kind of drove it back four and I peeled a little bit left and he slipped in and I, I can't remember if I Tina touch and I hit it to my left foot, I hit it so hard that I fell, I fell to the ground and I, I kind of seen it getting towards the post and I heard, I heard the po- it hit the post but I couldn't see because the boy tried to challenge me, it was in front of me and I couldn't see if it went in or no but then the place erupted and I and still not kind of went in yet. Uh, Abdi just piled on top of us, and what a, what a game that was. Then Grant Noble, Grant Noble, I think Pierce slipped Grant Noble in again. Last in injury time. In in uh, Grant, he was bearing doing a goal. It was, it was me and Granty against the keeper, and I was thinking no. Then I square us back to me. I'm six <laughs> yards out with an open goal. It pitches horrendous. I'll put a sting out of bar. I was like, I square it, man. Ken, after I, I scored a bit of a screamer, I probably put the, a six yard tap in our bar. <laughs> so Grant Noble, the excellent finisher, composed. He rolled it past the, past the side of the goalkeeper and the place just erupted. I remember the noise out there from that one I mean, uh, the place just went wild. I think I'd seen about in there and booted out of a stand because so it was so late on, um, a bit of time wasting. So uh, that was another good game. And my favourite goal by a mile was uh, is uh, up at Turf in the Scottish Cup where they cancelled the game, the wicker four. Um, I kind of was good. Jamie Begley was not sure or no for them, but um, apparently the pitch was frozen, so the draw was made um, at night. The game was cancelled, so it was uh, Falkirk, Falkirk or against Tura for a bro. So with Kent, I was playing. I'd never been in that position before, I think. And I just had a, had a really good feeling in the morning that something, something special was going to happen. So went up, we went one nil doing, and and then I think Brian had pinged this body in the line of team doing, and then looked up and seen the keeper off his line. I kind of again how hot, kind of lobbed it over him, and uh, it was a special special goal. I think it was a, by a mile my favourite goal for for a club. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get the goal of the season. Um, I'm sure if I got it, but. That was my favourite goal. I mean, Finlay sent him after the game. That's the best goal he's ever seen. It, it, a Brock player's goal, so that was pretty, pretty good to hear. Uh, it was some goal, eh? Aye. Um, a couple of rings, maybe. Do you remember my favourite, well, one of my favourite goals for you against Cove? Do you remember that? Doing it at clinic end? Is that, I think that was another semi-final film with, 
Liverpool win 3-2. We beat, we beat go 3-2. Oh, it was 2-0 up. It was 2-0. I think Figg scored and I scored after two minutes. I think it was 2-0 up. I think they went back to 2-2 to, to and then maybe Paul Young scored the winner, I think. Or I can't remember if I scored the winner. I remember right and you scored that night. And where did it finish? I think it was a left fit, but I... Well, uh, top corner. I never sniffed it yet. No, it was a cracker. It was a, that was a good game like that. So yeah, you have really spectacular goals. Have you ever seen a little two-foot tap and it's been really, really important to win a game? Or do you need to bother with them? It's got to be spectacular, lads, for you. I can't really mind. Um, I, my testimonial dinner was... I hadn't been playing last season on my testimonial and season. And uh, I had my dinner at night. And we was playing turf again up there and in um, Wally West pulled up in a warm up and I, I hadn't been playing and for weeks and in uh, Mark and, and Mark Star came out and says, You're playing, you're starting, Wally's not fit. It's like alright. How so fit was you? I it wasn't a, I was miles, miles <laughs> off of fitness, but Adrenaline. Uh, I played well. I played really well. And then five minutes to go. Five minutes to go. The ball fell to my hand, and I smashed it. And it was maybe six yards. And we won one nil on a night. My testimony. That was that was a special in. Um, I can't even class that as a top end. But I. Uh, I seen a mine. Uh, I can't really think on a mere top ends. Yeah, a lot of strikers say they take great pleasure tapping in for a fit or 30 yards, it's all the same. Like I said, uh, at uh, Montrose game, I was I was nervous that Noble was getting past him across the house. <laughs> I was more co- confident hitting a bar for 20 yards than I was for, uh, for 5 yards. But a good thing, if you had squared it, you wouldn't have any time to think. No, uh, no. Uh, put the fit through it and hopefully it went down. Hopefully, aye. Grant you saved you the, the hustle, eh? Aye. <laughs> So you've got uh, played five hundred and two games for the Brock, if my record is right. Yeah. And in that, I know a one read card that you had. You had a, quite a short <laughs> cameo appearance against Rangers. How much read cards have you had? Do you think, or can you oh, remember? Oh, I'm not sure. It's in double figures, I would say. Is that a fair read here and use it? It's it, it definitely is. Um, I mean, uh, a season I, I got sent off twice, maybe in consecutive weeks or a couple of weeks between and and Charlie spoke to us and and he and he says um just you need to you need to calm down a bit and watch what you're doing. Was this retaliation that you got sent off or was it Aye. Okay. And, and uh, so I went along, I thought about it in the next couple of games I, I tried to calm down a bit and it teen a laugh in my game. Um that I was all about. And I didn't feel that I was the same player when, when, okay. I, was, mm. when I wasn't uh, being as fiery, if you want. Uh, it was about your sharpness. So I kind of just decided that maybe a, a read Carnoon again, gives the Brock more than a mellow me. Alright, okay, I can understand what you're saying now. So, um, and did you explain that to Charlie? I did speak to him and he, he agreed with that. Um, but, uh, Obviously, he didn't know what gets enough. No. Um, but uh, the Rangers in was, uh, that was one of the, the ends that I got sent off for a tackle. And it's a tackle that looks bad, it probably is a bad tackle. 
um, slowed down, it's worse. It's a tackle that you get, what, we 10 years ago, 15 years ago? And booking it worse, probably. A booking it worse, aye. Mm -hmm. So, it was unfortunate. Um, it wasn't a, I was just wanting, I was really disappointed in that start of the game. And, okay. And um, I wanted to go out and, and show what I was about. Mm -hmm. And hopefully maybe a free kick came or, or something like that. Okay. And, uh, but no, I, I, I shouldn't have played the game. I was injured. My, my ankle was swollen, double the size it should have been, and it was covered in bruise. I think I did it in the Saturday against Forrest, and I shouldn't, should never have been in, uh, on the bench. And uh, so Mark, he says to me, look, I'm going to put you on the bench because you've you fit you in and all that, and, which is fair enough. And So I went on and I was... Uh, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, a, it wasn't going on to hurt anybody or, or anything like that. I just went on and tried to win a bar and, and I think I was far off of the bar. He even got the bar, but you did get a while in there. No, as you were saying, it's no worse than it always looks worse as well. Yeah. So how did that affect you? Um, I was really, I was sick after the game. Um, I think I just went home and, and uh, maybe felt I let the boys do a little bit. At the sure, time, that wasn't the case, though, was it? No, no, I got messages and phone calls for the rest of them, and, and again, says, I don't worry about it, it's a tackle, Ken. Maybe you got hurt, so. One of those things? One of those things, uh, it, was, uh, it was a brief, it was a brief appearance, that's for sure. I was up at the Vale, the set of after that, you come on a sub. Yeah. And you come on and you had a crack, and I think you came on about half an hour ago. Aye. As far as right, you had a cracking good game, so. Looking at you, it didn't appear to affect you. No, it didn't, it didn't affect us at all. Um, once the like, manager spoke to us and that and says, I can it's honest and, and uh, there was no, no bad feeling towards it or anything like that, then it was fine. Things, things happen in the pitch spur at the moment, didn't they? Ah, it could have been, a, to be fair, it could have been a lot worse. Again, could have broke his leg. Did he get the uh, suspension for that? Ah, uh, yes. Straight read, I his suspension for the Scottish Cup game the following season, I think, and I'm not sure if I was on the mail. Do you can you recall the game you missed because of that? Um, the following season, I can't remember how would I played. It was maybe. Bonnie Rose? No, I think it was maybe some of the the universities down the road. Was it Edinburgh University or Stirling University oh, or something? Maybe. I think it was one of them. Okay, but as you say, one of those things that just happens. One of those things, I. Can you remember any of your other read cards that you thought walking off? Oh, Gizzy, if it ever done. Um, I can't really recall. I think there were a couple of Scottish Cups doing it, doing it Bonnie Rig. Bonnie Rig Rose, I think it was. Um, what was. What was 2 0 up. 2 0. And they were a really good junior side at the time. And it was a massive crowd, I think it was a couple of thousand folk, three thousand folk here maybe. And uh, I can't mind for that, but it was um, maybe a kick do uh, when I was doing or something, I can't mind and straight lead, so two nil up. I, I think I scored I think I scored directly a corner. But it's two nil up. And it was nail long after that and I was still twenty five minutes to go. And then so I'm sitting in the dressing room sick. Hoping that they can hud out because I was playing against a, a, a massive wind doing the 10 men, a small pitch. 
So five minutes later, I think Mark Dixon walks in. He's sitting off and off. <laughs> so we're doing the nine men. Ten minutes to go. Still 2 0. Still 2 0, maybe 2 1 by end. And then uh, five minutes later, I think I was still 10 minutes to go. Neil Mayne comes in, he's sitting off and off. So three of us, three of us sent off doing helps. Charlie's through the 1000th game in charge. And so three of us sitting in, 2 1, just waiting for them to score. So they held out, they held out, and uh, we bet them 2 1. So that was. Uh, that was Ian, that was a little bit of worried about. Saved your ball again for Charlie uh, when he came out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, hey, guys, we want to move you on to the fans' question time. Okay, so question one is, your playing career, only regrets? No, uh, no one. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't change one in my career at all. If I could change one, only just absolutely no. There's not a lot of players can say that, eh? No, That's no. excellent, good. Right, second question. During your time at the Brock, did any club, any clubs try to poach you off of the Brock? Aye, quite a lot actually. Um, earlier, earlier in my career, I'd folk phone him up, uh, again as directors or committee of the club, and I was maybe younger, 20, 21, offering us money, um, managers texting us, um, quite a lot. Highland League, um, the, the the bigger clubs at the time, the Coves and the, the Vales and you know that kind of teams and and I was never ever interested. Never give it a second thought, no. Net, uh, Peter Heed, I think three different managers at Peter Heed came tells, and and just I wasn't I wasn't interested. Um, and a couple of other Highland League clubs came in, but. It was just never, never even a thought that that's what I wanted. I wanted to play. I wanted to play at the Brock. I, I love playing at Bellsley. And I couldn't ever think of going back here playing for another club. And 502 games later, you're still the same. Yeah, I absolutely. I would, would never, uh, ever I went anywhere else. Even even a step up. Okay. And, uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went anywhere else. Now, a lot of players stick with one club in a career nowadays, no, no, isn't it? No, so much new. Um, so, next question. Any difficult opponents? There's a few of them. Uh, I used to... I used to like the, the physicality of the game back when I started. I used to like winding up the centre-half and... and uh, getting threatened by them now and again. <laughs> Mine, uh, I think it would have been my... It was my birthday, it was my twentieth or twenty first birthday or something. I played Bucky and Bucky to come down to Bellsley and had to win still be in, in a chance we win the league. And um I scored a left that goal in the first half and a heater in the second half and and um was doing aside the, the, the pie hut and I think Derek Mills thing I throw and I was spudding off the the centre half and he, he kept standing on my or nipping my arse wing and, and I just elbowed him right in the guts and uh, he says to me he says something like I'll be waiting for you after the game outside so alright um, so I got a penalty we got a penalty and uh, we maybe 10 minutes to go and I was supposed to go 3-0 up and that but I just ended up 
there's a chance of winning the league. So uh-huh. the boy, uh, the boy tried to nail my for the penalty, and uh, so he's he's doing the gun, and uh, he say, he says, "I that's that's not a joke, you." Uh, if you score this I'll be waiting outside for you <laughs> so it's like alright so I rolled it in on the way no thought for your safety no thought for my safety <laughs> and uh, so I think I bid in the bells like about three hours after the game and I walked out hiding behind Kevin Norris hoping he was there but no he was there so so I kind of mind what it was but early days I was Scott Fraser was an animal I love playing against them. Eric Watson, uh, Kevin Tindall, mm-hmm. Mark Chisholm. There's this, this guy, Davy Ross, and he got kind of daisy. He played, uh, he played when I first started at Clark. Clark had, a, Clark had an excellent team, and, and uh, he played in the mine. Kevin Bissett broke his nose at Bellsley. Aye, Kevin broke this, this lad's mm-hmm. nose. And uh, it was just poor and a plea. Accidentally. Accidentally, maybe I, but so he just played on, Ken, didn't even think about it. And uh, not long later, Mikey Stephen Hottis, I can't feel like his left foot as he has the rock in it. Hottis boy square in the nose, and his nose just exploded. <laughs> we bleed. And, and he just, honestly, he just shook, shook his head and played on, like nothing had happened. It was just different, different back in. Uh, some of the players just were just animals. Um, in a good and bad sense. In a good and bad sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't much of them. Can I wasn't much players that played against the the can they wanted to smash you during a game. But after the game, there was the majority was our top. Uh, let's go and have you. After a game, can. But but for during the game there was a lot of a lot of hard 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 players that and I I, I like that that's that's when I most enjoyed uh, playing tough and job yeah you didn't you, you can't even a lot of that players wouldn't even be able to play anymore they uh, wouldn't get away with it well if modern day fit but if you'd elbow that guy the first thing you'd have probably done would hit deck you'd been clean off again ah uh, uh, it's it's just changed days he mm-hmm. he didn't even he flinched a little bit because I, I did catch him but mm-hmm. um. Can he would have been doing rolling about? Probably went half injured. And you'd have been moaning at a referee or, or mm. that, but this lad's back 10, 15. Here's a quick question for you. I had a lad for Bucky. Did you meet him again on the park? Aye. And how was uh, it? He was alright. He, he was actually alright after. It was just heat at the yeah, moment on a day. It was just on that day, I think he was probably, I think he was going to be skipper. Mm-hmm. And he was just annoyed that I was just a young lad. And I'd scored a hat trick against them and, mm-hmm. and ended their chance of winning the, mm-hmm. winning the league. So, so he'd been fired up for So he was fired up a little bit, yeah. And you weren't picking your place. <laughs> so, no. That's good. Right, your favourite away venue you've played at? In the early days, uh, Devon Vale by a mile was a big pitch. Um, playing surface was brilliant. Um, then later on, I, I really liked playing at Turf for some reason. I just liked the 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 way it was laid out and the pitch was kind of tight the fans was kind of on top of you and it was quite as much as the Bells League but it was like that so probably Turf in, in, in Devon Vale to a Vale for a playing surface 
Uh, there was a rumour years about Celtic actually trying to buy her turf, but then again, that was true or not. Oh, I'm not sure, and that's the first I've heard of that, but it was back then. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, it was it's like a bowling green. So, yeah. uh, <coughs> the opposite side of that, what's the worst way venue you've, you've played it? I just hate playing at Fort William. I hate going there. Mm-hmm. And just, it's a big open space. And it's like raining. It's like raining. <laughs> I, I, just, I just hated playing up there. Uh-huh. Um, that would be the one, the worst thing. Okay, is there only a venue you can tell and you seem to be able to score pretty much every time you was there? I, I did very well at Turf for some reason. Hame and I, I would think that that was probably the team I scored most goals against. I don't know why. But I used to get a bit of abuse up at Turf um, and I used to enjoy that. So I, I scored a few a few goals up there and and uh, that was probably the the best things. Good. So Utwith of Brock players, which is the best Highland League player you've seen? The best Utwith of Brock, um, I was at Clark's side I spoke about in the early 2000, 2003, 4, 5. There's a lad called Colin Mitchell. He's a centre midfielder and, and um, a little, little lad. He was... He was absolutely excellent. Um, Tommy Wilson at, at Inverurie. Again, same kind of player, played midfield. Um, Charlie used to used to give Kevin Norris the the man marking job of his players, and he did he did an excellent job against him. Um, didn't get the credit he deserved. That he was he was marking their, their better players, and and he he did a, a very good job against them. So probably Colin Mitchell, Tommy Wilson, Mark Chisholm was just an all-round excellent player. Yeah. Um, uh, I got a chance to play with him at the, the Scotland Select, um, the semi-professional select thing, and uh, he was he was excellent. Good, good memories for <coughs> you. And I was going to say yeah, the. You growing up, did you morally see an only player or did you do things you'd seen for other players? Early doors, oh, I used to like Ronaldo. I fought Ronaldo, if that's what you want to call uh, Brazilian uh, Ronaldo. Brazilian Ronaldo. Uh, when I was younger at school, I used to like him then. When I got a bit of Aller, it was Henrik Larsson. Um, Some player, weren't you? I just loved watching him. He was he was excellent. And do you think you picked up any tips for Henrik? Did you know um, I'm not too sure. Uh, I try to watch him. I, I like watching Wayne Rooney from Abzala now. Um, I like the, I like the way he played uh, the game. He, he got fired in, he got well done. Um, worked hard and he had a lot of ability. Uh, he scored some brilliant goals. Yeah. One of my favourites was overheating against Man City. Ah, uh, there's not a lot of players can do that. No, especially I'm a Man United fan, so that was a big cracking goal for me. Uh, well, I, I'm a Man United fan, so when the Marston signed... Um, for Man United on that loans, I was I was delighted. Uh, I was real impressed when he went to Man United, but uh, he was a good player for Celtic. They certainly benefit with him and the team. Uh, I wish I wish he did go to Man United earlier, but um, no, it was, it was good to see him there. Well, at least we had him for a wee while. Eh? Right. Okay, Graham, you said that you came into the team as a sixteen-year-old. You're now 33, 34. Yeah. How do you think fitness changed in that time? Night, night and day. Um, back in, um, it was a lot more physical. 
um, which I think was better than it is now. Uh, I enjoy Dark Mirror, I think it was better to watch. I think the standard has probably dropped a little bit in, in the, the players that are playing in the league, but the, the condition and fitness uh, of, of players nowadays is, is a lot more better, better than it was. And I want to say that 10, 15 years ago, teams were unfit or that, um, but now the fitness levels are a lot, a lot more, a lot more higher, and, and uh, so that's that's the biggest change I would say. I was just saying to one of the guys the other day, you watch football nowadays. Do you ever hear a comment they're saying great tackle nowadays? I think maybe he's a little bit tackle now. Um, it's it's a non-contact sport, which in my opinion is starting to spoil it. Um, that's why I didn't enjoy it so so much later on in my uh, my career. Is is you weren't allowed to you weren't allowed to tackle. You weren't allowed to do nothing. Um, so that that was one of the the reasons why I started not enjoying the football so much. Okay, so that brings back to what you spoke earlier with Charlie telling you to calm down a wee bit. Aye. Um, to be honest, Charlie, Charlie used to, used to pick his team. Used to go through his team, and then he, he kind of left me, and he went through his team. I, you're playing here, you're playing there, and then he used to just say, "You see, you please yourself." And that's he had the trust. He trust in me that that I would do a job for him, name it fit, and and that's. That's how I, I think I played my best my best fit under him because I think he trusted he trusted my and um, a few few things in Charlie there's that in my earlier days I mean I don't know if this was an excuse to drop this or no but he I mean I game up at Forest I think I played Forest away and I got man in the match away for him I can't mind what the score was but in the score. I think maybe I think we won like four one or something, and I, I set up maybe two or three. And in the following game, I was dropped. I couldn't believe it. And, and his excuse was, "You were too good the last game." He says, "You were too good. You passed the bar too much. You need to start shooting." <laughs> I couldn't believe that I was hearing. And so, did you? Did that make a difference to you? Yeah, I just I was the kind of player that if there's somebody in a better position. Um, pass it to them oh. majority of the time depending on what ways it was somebody like Kevin Norris six yards out then I would I would take a, a shot for 30 yards just like Kevin score on ability then <laughs> get to him but um, no I, I, I was all about uh, team first and foremost I I, th- I think if somebody's in a better position then get to them um, maybe a bit later on in my career I got a little bit greedier I wouldn't say greedy but I, I started Shooting a bit more, um, and taking on myself a bit, taking a bit of responsibility maybe, but um, no, I, I was I was. Did the say it's a hallmark of all good strikers a bit of greediness about them? Aye, maybe aye. Um, I could have, I, I believe I could have scored a lot more goals um, than I did, and probably Charlie was right, be greedier, but um, I, I just wasn't, a, just wasn't a, the the type of player I was. 
See, 10 minutes for again your strip, you know, for your playing. What's your pre-match? Have you any pre-match superstitions? I'd, I, had, I had a few things. I used to do a few things. I used to want to be... Uh, I used to want to wear number 10 all the time. It's my, my number. And I used to always walk out the dressing room 10th. Oh, okay. I don't care why. Just, it's a lot of things just, you pick up, eh? Just, uh, so if we... If we got two folks in half now... First half, that was a problem at half time, but um, no, it was a couple of things that I used to do. Um, so, no, it was a bit off. I didn't have much more on that. Any lucky charms in the neck or? No, not, nothing like that. Um, not at all. I just, just I wanted the number 10 and I, and I wanted the, and I, and I went out 10th. So, prior to the match, did you hear a couple of minutes to yourself, a quiet spell, or was it just. RBG not be up for you. Um, it's a bit of a mixture, you know. I was in the, I was I was players that were really pumped up before the game. I was pretty mellow until the game. Aye, okay. Um, I didn't uh, in the warm up. Uh, kind of chilled out. Um, I wasn't uh, all out buzzing. Um, but once once we got on the pitch, it was a different story. No whistle go as you was ready to go. Yeah. Fair bit away match and now come he must say some fantastic stories. I earlier earlier in the in the career the, the bus bus is same was, was a lot more boisterous, shall we say, oh, than, okay. than it is now. It's it's a bit different now, but uh, back then I was a I was a lot of characters. Your Kevin Norris, your you'd Smiler, um Mikey Steven, they were all characters and <laughs> they left that bus in some shapes, I can tell you that sometimes. Good, bad, good socialising though when you do things about the players. Absolutely, that's what it was all about. I think, I think the the players was a lot closer than than the maybe are later on in my career. Um, Did you put that down, Dal? I'm not really sure. I think I, I'm not sure. I just think the whole the whole uh, the the attitude, um, just the way the world is maybe. Mm-hmm. It's changed a lot in the last 15 years. And maybe a wee bit of the players looking after themselves a wee bit better than that, maybe? Uh, could be, aye. Um, I wouldn't say that neither of them didn't drink or didn't like a drink. I would say that I do. Um, but back then it was just it was a different story. Um, it was just drink as much as you can. <laughs> so you must have one Charlie and Bruce up at some point in the YM, did you? It's up. You must have won Charlie or Bruce up in the buses. Oh, there was, was a few times I think Char- uh, Bruce got locked in a toilet a couple of times. And <laughs> Did he take it okay? He took it okay most uh, of the time. I uh, there was a few things. Um, I got locked in that toilet a couple of times, and I can't really think on him there. But uh, it was a good banter. It was a team well most of the time, so that's what it was about. Good. And uh, nobody ever left behind by accident, no. What's that? Nobody ever left behind when you came away for a pub or something by accident? Oh, we had a, a Christmas night, I think, in Elgin. When I was, I, I think I was 18 yet. Okay. I think we maybe played at Inverness and 14 of us maybe bid, and I can't remember that much, 12 of us maybe bid. We got dropped off at Elgin. So uh, the bus was coming to pick us up. It's a bit of a thing, it was 2 o'clock, I can't remember what time it was. And, and the bus was leaving at that time. Okay. So, 
I kind of mean five, but I was me and Wally was on the bus on our way. There was a few young lads. Me and Wally would have been the younger ones, and I think maybe Mark Kelly and, and Norris was on the bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, we waited till two o'clock, maybe even a bit later than that, ten past two, maybe. And, and uh, Norris was like, "Just go, just go." <laughs> so um, the bus left. In 20 minutes doing her hood, I can't remember, it was his phone started ringing, it was, I'm sure it was Trevor, Trevor Fleming, and he was threatening, uh, he was threatening Norris, if you do come back, I'll get you, I'll, I'll hammer you, so, I was him and I was Boomer, I think maybe Derek Mallon and Stevie <laughs> Main was all left. So the bus had a U-turn. So, so the bus did a U-turn, <laughs> but the bus did a U-turn, it was heading back, mm-hmm. in, in the... Uh, Trevor kept getting Norris abusing the phone. So Norris says, just go back, just go home. So the bus turned again. Ooh. And we went away home. So they had a, I think it was a £200 taxi home for Elkin. Oh, ouch. So I can't really mind what happened on Monday, but at training, but, uh, it would have been sorted out pretty quick. One of those things, eh? All right. Right, Gizzy, it's time to put you under severe pressure here, Bob. <coughs> now, in your career, you've played with loads and loads of players over the years. I need you to pick your best 11. This will be a toughie. Um, I don't know how much players played with a couple of hundred over the margin, but there's been some excellent, excellent players. Um, so, goalkeeper. Obviously, in my earlier days, playing with Billy Gordon, he was he was a fantastic keeper. Um, suited the time, that, that, that generation. He um, he maybe wasn't so good with about his feet, but his shot stopping and, and crossing that was absolutely excellent. Um, with Michael Thompson, came uh, he didn't really get too much game time because Billy was still there, and then uh, Joe Barber came in. He he did pretty well in us. So but but my 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 goalkeeper Paul 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 Leesky, he was uh, and he still is. By far the best keeper in the league. Um, all round, crossing, shot stopping, by his feet, he's, he can zing a bar like uh, anybody better than anybody in the team, I would say. Um, he's, he's definitely my number one. Uh, although in his first season, um, the loss at goalkeeper scored against him at Belsley. <laughs> <laughs> you might not have thought that man minding him about that, but um, he didn't start so well. His first season was wasn't so great, and then for there he's just he's been top class. Um, right back is is Derek Mill. Um, he he was there probably five, six, seven years when I started. He was just up and doing up line all day. Fit uh, loon, wouldn't he? He was. I uh, even even now he's he's still fit. He bombed up and do not line all day. Some of the I uh, just mine him. Um, he chipped down with goals, a lot of goals. I, I think he maybe forty, fifty goals for right back. Um, he could also play centre half. He played in there maybe a little bit later in his his career. Um, and he could play an air no problem. He was he was top class. Mr. Dependable and that Um <clears throat> left back. Obviously James Giddis would have been there from the first started. He was 
he was just excellent. Uh, Ryan Cowie now, he um, he's becoming one of Ross' um, most important players in in recent seasons. But I've got to go uh, uh, Neil Main. Neil Main Junior was just absolutely brilliant. Um, he was brilliant at play. We being a striker, I can't far he would play the bar. I can't. That if I wanted it in a channel, he could put it in a channel. If I wanted it in the feet, he'd fire it in the feet. Um, just his left foot was phenomenal. Um, he could take a free kick and ah, and um, he could get wired in. But Neil, Neil was uh, top of He was absolutely brilliant. You had a quick question about Neil before you move on. <coughs> Settle an argument. Could he tackle? Because Boomer says he can only tackle a fish supper. He was horrendous at tackling. I think. Uh, when he put in a tackle, he most of the time ended up hurting himself. But okay, uh, he he could put in a tackle, but I, some of them are wild, and nah, he couldn't really tackle. But but you couldn't fault his commitment. Yeah, couldn't fault his commitment. Fair enough. Moving swiftly on. <coughs> so centre halves have been heaps. Um, Boomer Boomer's been really unlucky with injuries. Um, and he, he's worked a lot, he's missed a lot a lot of time, playing time. And he's he's still played a lot of games, but he's he's been unlucky with injury. He would probably be on my team if if uh, he stayed away from injuries. Um Trevor Fleming was quality when I first started, he was absolutely brilliant. I think he only got maybe two or three years with him. Um and he never played long enough. If he bid then he would have been a top class player, he might even went higher I would say. I think they moved quite early, didn't they? Uh, he, he he stopped pretty early, so. Um, but I've got um, Russell McBride in centre half <coughs> as captain. Russell was just absolutely brilliant for me. When I first came, he, he gave us a lot of advice and, and tips. Um, I played a couple of games up front with him when I was younger. Uh, uh, I was maybe a bit quicker and and I just I had an understanding with him. I just can't why he played. He had a real good fit of brain and I liked linking up with him. Um, Charlie used to sometimes swap me and him. He used to put him up front and put me centre half. He, he did that quite a lot, Charlie. So, But Russell was excellent at back. He was excellent up front. Um, in air and I seen probably nobody as good as I'm in there. Scotty Fraser would, would be there maybe but Heiser uh, Heiser would probably would be an eye so mm. so that's Russell, he's he's in there. Cracking sure. player Russell. Yeah. For a long time. And again scored scored a lot of goals and must have maybe scored ninety goals for the club I think. Um Brian Hay. Brian Hay's my second uh centre half. <coughs> he's been solid for past decades. Twelve year, he's been, he's been an hour. He's played most games. He's, he's solds that rock most of the time. Um, he's prone to a, a crazy decision noon again, but um, he's he's definitely an hour. Uh, like I say, solid. Ken's uh, fun to defend most of the time, um, and he's he's a top row lad. So he's he's my second centre half. He's played about four hundred and forty games so far. Ah, uh, he's he's still got a while to go. Mm -hmm. he's, he's got a lot a lot of years in him left uh, still. 
that's a fair defence you've assembled there. Ah, it's uh, it's a strong strong defence. Like I say, uh, you could quite easily put Boom and Trevor on there, and and it still be strong. But that's that's the the four I've went with. Okay, midfield. So midfield, again, heaps and heaps of midfielders. Uh, I've played with. I'll, I'll go with three in midfield. Um, Jamie Rolfe, um, he never played long enough. He was an absolute animal in the, in the tackle, and he, he was he was a better football player than he was getting credit for. Um, Jamie Begrees, especially in his first spell with the club, um, he was he was outstanding when he was young. When he was a young player. Um, uh, Stevie Main was. When I first went, he was unplayable. Uh, on the left wing, there was also Gavin Weems, Scott Markey, Kevin Norris. Um, there's heaps and heaps of names, but Mikey Mikey Ray gets gets in my team. Um, he sits in in front of the back four. He's just a real winner. He was hard as nails for being such a little lad. And he every game left Arthur on the pitch. Um, he was he was outstanding when he came. Um, he didn't unfortunately he didn't get long enough. He could have played with us for a lot longer than he did. I wish I wish he came earlier. Um, we we missed a player like him uh, for for a number of years. So he's he's an L. I've got Mark Dixon. Mark Dixon played we um him and Wooly played midfield when when they were young, I eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. And him and him and Wooly played in in midfield and they were absolutely brilliant. Um together. Being young lads they were, they just dominated games. Nobody could get near him. Um Dixon scores big goals in big games. The number of finals and and big goals he scored and uh, big games he scored then is, is unbelievable. Oh, he loved his cup final goal, didn't he? He, he did, aye. So he's in there along with Wally West. I and I can't forget about Wally. He's just just uh, Mister Brock, I would say. Um, he's just an absolute role model for for mm-hmm. youngsters new. He's he's. Um, Matured into an absolute brilliant player. He's been there for 18, 19 years, probably. Playing steady all the time. Played up front, midfield, out of back, left back. He's probably played every position. Um, Just on that note about Wally, do you think, because he's played every position, is that enhanced his career or hindered it, do you think? I think it definitely enhances it. Um, like I said before, he, he cans fit he wants for a midfielder he can fit um, a striker once if he's playing midfield or fit a, a striker once if he's playing centre half he's played there mm-hmm. or uh, and vice versa he can fit he's wanting for his midfielder if he's playing up front so um, no, definitely it's definitely a positive and a, and a good thing if you can play in a number of positions and he's solid no matter where you play him and he's, he's solid no matter where you play him uh, he's I hope he, he bides there for a number of years yet. I think he's still got a, 
a few years in him, he's uh, he's been absolutely brilliant for Bro. So, so if I mention drops of Jupiter, will you come? I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, he, he he can sing that. Well, he thinks he can. Uh, he he just loves that song. Okay. I think that's um, he maybe plays that for a game or something that again, but. Um, Aye, well, he's just okay. Well, top, then top top player. So you say three midfielders, you went right. That's, that's my three. Yeah. Okay. Um, up front, um, Scott Barber. Um, before he left to go to for Martin, he was he was too greedy. Um, he wasn't he wasn't as much a team player as he could have been, but Finney came back. He improved massively, in. He's a much better player now than than he was when he left. Um, he's le he's learnt a lot about the game. I think he was more off the cuff before. He still is to a certain extent, but he, he he's learnt a lot. We playing we players at for Martin that have played higher, and I think they've taught him quite a lot in there. Well, age and experience is helping him. It for Martin and and he's he's uh, his numbers speak for themselves. He'll be after a lot of years, um, but he definitely came back. He definitely came back a better player, and he's uh, he's unbelievable new. Kind of if he's fit, he plays pretty much. Yeah. If he's fit, he plays. Mm -hmm. um, even if he's not fit, uh, you could argue that he he, he can play because um, he's he's that good. Um, but plays upside, top alongside him. Michael Stephen, he's by far the best player I've played we or against in my career. That includes Scotland's teams. Um, he was unplayable on his on probably four or five years I played with him. His left fit was unbelievable. He could look after himself. Um, he he kind of teamed me under his wing a, a little bit when I was younger and he, he gave me a massive amount of confidence. He kind of tried to map on to be a really, really good player and really important for a team and with a with a good understanding and I played probably my best football with him, yeah. I would say, at the Brock uh, with a, a good understanding and, and uh, I, he was by far the the best player I've ever played with. Yeah, he seemed to play with a smell on his face, innit? Aye, and uh, he, he could get wired in. And, mm -hmm. and I can, I can really get a lot with some of the stuff that you used to at uh, new, new it is. But mine, uh, I think, was his testimonial dinner. And uh, we played, we played Cove at Hame. And he scored for the halfway line. I think we won four 0 or something like that, and he's going for the halfway line and in his his testimonial dinner. And, uh, what a goal it was! <laughs> uh, I, it didn't bounce. I thought it went. In. I think it hit the net. Thought it bounced. It was just unbelievable. You could you could see. Finn, the the couple of years that I might have missed that he was top boys. His game was was unbelievable to watch. You know, you play me, I'm you're like. Oh, Wish I could do that again. He was uh, top, top, top class. It's definitely a fan's favourite, Mikey, wouldn't you? Aye, uh, quite right. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I would, <coughs> I would say a lot of things Mikey's done drummed off in your career. Aye, uh, I was no doubt about it. Like I say, he used to 
used to make sure that I'd taken free kicks and he, he put me on him quite a lot and he, he gave me a lot of confidence. That's good because Mikey would have been a lad, he'd have been wanting to take a free kick. He, he was, but especially when he got a little bit older, he kind of, when I say passed the book, but he kind of says, oh, you're, you're the one that needs to be doing that stuff now. That's good, brilliant for him, good for you as well. So now with a million dollar question, gives he a big smile on your face. It's, it's not a million dollar. I was playing up front. It's uh, myself. Okay. It's my team, so. Okay. So I put my cell in. So which your attributes that you're putting in your team then? Uh, I'm not going to go on about that. I think, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just... And again. I think you deserved it, getting into your team. I just, I think it's it's a good side and uh, it would work well. Well, as I said, you've picked Leesk, Mel, Main, McBride, Hay, Ray, Dixon, West, Barber, Stephen and Johnson. It's a fair squad, at it? Aye, uh, it's... Uh, it's uh, so what about the guys that almost made your side? I'll love you four subs. So, um, Boomer. Boomer is a, def is a, is a defender. He, he, he didn't get, he doesn't get the credit um, for how good a football player he is. Because he's, he's an exceptional player. On the bar, he's co comfortable, confident. He can play midfield. Um, maybe not so much new, but when he was younger, he can play midfield, no problem. Um, so good in the bar, good tackle, um, really good in the air, could manage a game out. Um, he was he was top class. Just it was just a shame about the injuries, um, the injuries, and I think he went a lot of work for a while. And so he he's a, he's definitely there. Uh, I'm also going to put in Jimmy Rolf. Um, he's my mate, and. Again, same same as Boomer, he, he was a better player again than folk gave him credit for. Um, I think he won player of the, the year one year. I think it was other clients voting for him because I was a lot better than him that year. <laughs> um, he was no, better looking, was he? He, he must have been nice. He's a, he's a top quality player. Okay. Um, he's in there. I've got Stephen Main. Okay. Stevie Main was, like I said before, he was ex exceptional when I, when I was younger, um, and even even later on, he just he just left Arhan on the pitch. He was so. He was dedicated. He was uh, just a topper of a lad, and he's he he's unlucky to be in there and and the starting a living, um, but I he. Go past players like they were in the air, um, so sharp, and he can deliver across. Um, so he's an L. And there's a hundred and ten percent of every game. Absolutely, aye. Okay, see so one more sub. Um, Neil McLaren, Smiler. Smiler. Um, I wish he, I wish he played longer. Um, he went a lot of work. I'm not sure how well he would have been, but. He, he's the best finisher I've seen at a club in oh, my time here. Okay. Paul Campbell maybe come close, but Smiler was a real poacher. He was he he scored the two goals from the one league and I think he scored in the, the Vail game at the Broch one. Uh, two one game. And he also scored I think we won the, the under eighteens cup 
on a Sunday night he scored I can't remember it was 1-0 or 2-0 and, and then was it the Wednesday night that we won a league at Cove Wednesday night aye. he scored I think it was three days later he scored the two goals to, to clinch the league um, so what a, he would have still been only 19 I think at the time 18 at the time and Charlie threw him in and and uh, he came up with the goods, but what what a finisher! He, he uh, his shooting at training was unbelievable. And that's another lad who played with a smile on his face and enjoyed his football. He did. I I just like to say I wish he bid longer. Um, he he could have. I can't imagine goals he scored, but he would have been well up there. He if he he played there ten years, he would have scored a bar a load of goals. Uh, so before we go into manager, you see, given the fact that you are now coaching with the uh, 17 to the 20s, which will complement you, can you give me one name that's a prospect I can put in as another sub that you think might come through and do well from the guys you're training with? Oh, um, there's a few few good, good young players. Um, Connor Grant, yeah, I think he's signed signed a, a pro deal now and uh, he's he's one to watch he's a centre half he, he can read the game he uh, he's decent in the air he can put in a tackle um, he speaks which is pretty difficult to get the young players to do nowadays for some reason mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, is he a local lad? he's uh, I think he's Ellen ok um, he's He's um he's a he's a top player and Jamie McLennan. He's uh he's a local lad. He's he's also a, a one to watch. Um, I've got some um hopes for him. Do you play for Dyson or Bonnie Chance? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure for fit youth team of place for, but uh he's he's an excellent player. Okay. Um, so that's that's two one away. Um, that that are ones to watch. Okay, so that was Connor and Jamie. Yeah. Okay, so you've picked your your team. You've picked your subs. Uh, you've been the privilege of playing with three different managers at Brock. Yeah. Who's going to manage this side firstly? Well, they've they've they're all different. They've all got different uh, strategies, and and I enjoyed playing under Amar. Uh, Hunter for a start. Um. He changed things a lot. He coached me, made me a better player. Um, he made me understand the game more. Uh, he's one player or one one person that I wish I got to play with because I've seen him later on in his career and, and he was excellent. Um, I wish I got to play with him. Um, but then he came in as, as, as the manager. Uh, it was an exciting time. Uh, it was big changes, and he changed things a lot. He he made the club more professional. He had training gear and and stuff like that. He he trained us. Um, he did coaching drills a lot more than 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 Charlie, and he he put in his. I've trained us to unfit a day in a game. Again, we wouldn't get that so much. 
under Charlie. So it was a massive change. He was obviously won a couple of cups competitions with him. Um, so he's he's he was excellent. Later on, Mark Mark was manager probably when I was later on in my career. Um, I was slowing down, probably. Um, but uh, he he he's doing excellent. I know. He um, he puts a lot into it, which the I did. The there are seventeen seventeen games at a time. Um, so in the twenties, so Mark, Mark's uh, doing very well. But my my manager's Charlie. Like I said before, I think I probably played my best football under him. Um, maybe reasons being he 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 trust in me to just go and express myself if you give me an instruction or you need this, you need that. He says just just go and do what you do. Give you the freedom to play. Aye, and and it gave me a lot of confidence to do that. So um. He just he used to say you just go and please yourself, Malin, and uh, and that's what I did, and and I think it paid off at the time. Well, it was a great testament because you obviously earned that trust. Aye, um, like I say, he 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 trusted young lads if he can't had ability, and he he obviously worked as hard to to make us pretty fit pre season and that and. And if he had ability, then he wouldn't have any qualms of throwing in a 16-year-old to, to at only stage at only game. Well, they certainly fair the youngsters and been a good production line of youngsters at Barak. There's heaps and heaps. There's a, there a few of us came through at the same time. Uh, me, Wooly, uh, Mark Kevy, Boomer, um, was John O'Shaugh played a few games. Um, there was a lot of us came through at the same time. I think it was the same way. We likes uh, the the hunter, hunter and Mikey Stephen. They, they seem to get a, a group of player, young players at the same time. And in I uh, hunter and Kerry, uh, Mikey Stephen and Billy was our aller from we came in. So mm -hmm. he had a he had a really good mix of a youth and. Inexperience. Which every good team needs, eh? All the time, he, he mm -hmm. seemed to hear that. So, um, I just hope we can we can uh, get some of the young lads into the first team. Okay, so, you're speaking about uh, all your different managers here. Moving on, you are now involved with the under seventeens and the twenties with the coaching side. How did that come about? Um. So obviously, I, I stopped playing. Um, a couple of years ago. Um, I felt it was the right time to stop. Uh, I wasn't enjoying it so much, and and uh, seeing I was just born and I had a new uh, a promotion at work and that, so I knew as much time. And being a, a Highland League footballer, it's a lot of dedication. And it's a lot of time, and I didn't want to to fight. Or, or or be remembered as 
som vi och såna grejer på er för för det enda i skriven hvis vi hade någon en 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 and I just didn't have the, the time, so it was time for me to stop. My body was maybe telling me a little bit. The uncles were, both uncles, was, I think they're both broken. <laughs> they're, both, they're both broken bones floating about in them. Um, so I didn't want to jeopardise maybe later life by playing on too long. and So I just decided to stop and I can't remember how long it was after. Mark Mark gave us a message and he, he asked us to come down and, and have a chat with him and so we went in and, and he asked if I would be interested in helping out with the with the youth team. Under seventeens and uh, in under twenties and so I went back and I spoke to Stacey and uh, she says, I I think you should go for it and I was keen for it. I was keen to get back in the fit, but I wasn't missing it. I wasn't missing it at all. I had to play inside. Not at all. Okay. Um, still didn't really miss it. Um, so he he offered us that, and and then I've been involved for the last couple of years and working with with Alec Mayer and in Matty West. And I know Alec sings your praises. He's delighted to have you on board. He's he's been involved in my career for since I was probably twelve years old. He's he's can he's been through. Um, schools, select, uh, under 17s and 18s and 20s and, and then the first team so he's he's been involved all through my, my career now he's he's uh, he's uh, helping us out or I'm helping him out with the, the coaching at the 17s and 20s I think he's the youngest 70 year old I've ever seen in my life <laughs> Aye, Aye he's, he's not changed very much in the last 20 years anyway so you spoke earlier about the attributes of your former managers. Have you brought any of that little things into your coaching with the kids? Yeah, a few, uh, there's a few things. I um, I like speaking to them individually um, about their performance when it's fresh. Um, and I think that we maybe get a little bit more out of that. Um, I, I try to go and speak to some of them that I feel could be doing more or or DS different like a few tips on free kicks and, and such things like that. that Just pass on your plain knowledge. Uh, I um so I I do try to I'm still learning not all I was be learning but uh, I'm trying to pick up the the coaching side as as quick as I can to, to try and help. Uh, so I really want some male youth players to be involved with the first team but it's, it's difficult I know because the first team are, are doing well oh, absolutely. In, in, in trying to get some of these younger lads in to play and that team's hard but I think we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get her because <clears throat> uh, I mean like Bros always in a good ethos of young players coming through and you mentioned earlier on Connor and Jamie they are coming through it must yeah. be great satisfaction as a, a, a youth team coach ah, it's, it's good to see from, 
when the goals. I think Connor's been along with the first team a couple of times. It's it's good to see. Um, you'll get that experience of mine when I was four, uh, 15, 16 and Charlie team us along a few games and even even just gone with the team and seeing if it was our boot it, it gave you a lot uh, it tell you a lot about how fit feet you need to be to be a high league player fit uh, dedication it is like you know what a Saturday your Saturday's done that's um, a healthy job eh? hey more or what really you're or even your weekend is kind of an away game your weekend is just it's just the fitter mm-hmm. and uh, if you're if you're having a drink in the bus on a, on a Saturday your Sunday's just your Sunday's done enough so recovering <laughs> so I know it was it was good to go away and see and I I try to um, I try to get some of the the youth players involved with the first team. It's kind of hard because Mark's got a massive squad. I, I would like to try and give him two players and, or a couple of players every every session. We kind of stopped a new bit and, and let them hear the the experience of training with the first team because the, the first team training is so intense and it, it shows the, the, the youth players fit you need to do. Right. To and how far you need to go to to get only by near the first team. Um, I, th- I stopped. We train aside the first team sometimes on a, on a Monday night, and I mean we was doing a drill, and I just thought it was lethargic, and it was just, so I stopped it and I made them watch the first team, and there were some of them just came out and said, "I can believe that we're watching and and uh, how." how intense it is and says so that's what you need to do to get only one near that team. You need to you need to be that and better to, to get only one near that. So so I think it was an eye opener to them and but I'm I, I am confident that we can get a few through in and the first team. It must have been a big eye opener for some of that young lad watching that then. Aye, um it was an eye opener. It was a really good drill. It, it worked in a T of it I was trying to show him. Um so no, it was a it was an eye opener. That's fine. So hopefully we'll get the reduction line still winging along. Young players coming right, every week. That would be good to see. Okay, we've got a few quick fire questions for you to finish off, Gizzy. So the first one is, what's your favourite team? Celtic. Okay, followed by. Uh, Man United. Okay. Favourite holiday destination? Oh, probably Maldives. I was there on my honeymoon with Stacey, so I would I would say the Maldives or. Okay, favourite film? Home Alone. Okay, one or two? <laughs> um, probably two, but them both. <laughs> favourite food? <laughs> Onehen. Onehen. I would say Onehen, aye. I'm not fussy, that's for sure. Can you cook? Aye. You good cook? Aye, I would say aye. For just special? Oh, mark? I cook Onehen. Uh, I think the random stuff's the, the best. Oh, just okay. Just getting a stuff like that. Uh, so you can turn out a plate of mince and ties, no bother. Aye, no problem. Aye, good man. Right. Controversial question with a lot of players. VAR, yes or no? No. Uh, goal line technology maybe, but near the rest of it. Right. Near the offside and that. Spiling football. The, uh, the goal line technology, if it's a, it's a, a decision that's made right here and then, mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, stop and start and refs can out of TVs, it's just near. near I, I would just hate it. Did you see Mike Dean last week? I oh, just... Uh, I mean, Fitzfitt will come and tell the facts. Uh, I send enough. 
Okay, right. Uh, Favourite player? Uh, Larson. Henrik Larson or Harzala Lubomir Moravchik. Played for Celtic, I thought he was um, excellent. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, one of them two. Okay, and the last question. The most embarrassing moment for you on the pitch? Um, I wouldn't say I've had much, but I would probably say the Rangers game. I wasn't embarrassed because it was... It wasn't anything. It was a it was a tackle that um, I would say I got a bit of stick for that for, for a few places. So uh, I would probably say that. Okay, so I just thought one more question. You're on the park having a good game, and you're brought up as a sub. You ever been a blow your manager asking um, why you've been doing enough? Aye. Um, probably Hunter noon again. Okay. Um, but I can't be mind anything we we mark or or uh, Charlie. I think Charlie Vertina's off, but um Mark Nat Ch- uh, Hunter maybe noon again. I'm sure he has reasons for taking you off. Aye. Uh, I would say. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to you, Gizzy. And I'm sure the fans are getting a love hearing about us and we'll get a look forward to Irish young player uh, coming off the production line for the broth that you're coaching. No problem, thanks for inviting me on. It's been, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers.